Are you ready? Oh, yeah! Strap yourselves in for the Gaming Hub. Your hosts, Tyler. You can't handle the truth. Graham. The force is strong. And Steven. You cannot be serious! Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to the Gaming Hub. This is episode number 114. I'm your host Tyler, joined as always by, well, our co-host this week, my co-host. Uh, the other co-host is on vacation for a couple weeks, so hi Graham, I know you're watching right now. Um, but have fun with your family and everything, and keep us updated on uh, everything that's going on. But joining us this week is Steven, how are you? I'm doing well. Uh, playing, so, played some games this week. Some more, more Octopath, and then uh, Madden 18. That tournament is going yeah. on. Um, that was all I, I've got to play. I didn't play too much. Other than that, I'm just trying to stay cool because it's been a little, uh, a little warm. So yeah, it's been hot here too, especially today. Today it just ramped up quite a bit. Uh, so that's no fun. And yeah. you know, turning the air conditioner off to do the show here—that's even more fun. And all that. So, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I've had um, an up and down week. Uh, you know, work wasn't the most exciting thing I've ever encountered, and I got to see you know um, uh, stupidity in action um, quite a bit this week. So that was fun. And to top all that off, I really wanted to play Madden, Stephen. Not eighteen, yeah. but nineteen. And there's a problem with Madden 19 right now because it got dropped into the trial on EA Access for Xbox One owners on Wednesday. Is that, is that right? And yes. And I have EA Access. And you get a 10-hour trial. Steven, guess how many hours I have left? 10 hours. I have 10 hours left. You know why that is? Yeah, because uh, someone messed up somewhere. Yeah. So... <laughs> I go into the game, it loads, and then it says, oh, you need an EA Access subscription to play this. And it's not just me. There are a lot, a lot of people having this issue. And Xbox Support posted about it on Thursday, I think it was. And um, EA Access posted something about it on Twitter once. They each posted one time and then have been totally silent about it since. So either they have no idea what's wrong or they just don't care. I'm, I'm, I tend to think it's more the first one. They have no idea what's happening with this. And now I think they're starting to venture into the second one because yeah. the Hall of Fame edition's out in just a couple of days. So yep. they'll just kind of ride the storm out and whatever. But it sucks because I wanted to have, you know, some YouTube videos up for the community from Mad 19, um, some other stuff and do some streaming over the weekend with it, uh, through that trial, but it looks like that is not going to be what happens. So that's unfortunate, but, um, <clears throat> other than that though, it's been just peachy, but I have enjoyed watching the, uh, tournament that we're having uh, right now, the Madden 18 tournament. Steven, you had a good run in that. Yeah. I made it to the semifinals and then got eliminated last night. Yeah. Um, you know, what can you do? No. <laughs> I didn't expect it to make it anywhere near that. Well, so you put up a big upset in the quarterfinals, and you were not expecting to be playing past that point. I was not. And you put together a good game plan, and you won, you know, on the scoreboard pretty handily, honestly. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't give up a touchdown that game, which no. surprised me. What was it, 17 to 3? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. 17 or 14 to 3. No, so, I think it was two touchdowns. I think it was 17-3. Yeah. yeah, I think it was. And I uh, think you did a great job. Like, the guy you were playing, good player. Uh, Dylan, he's part of our community. And really good Madden player. Uh, but you frustrated him pretty good. Like, you would not let him have the ball, really. And then he started forcing some stuff later. And you got a couple picks. And, yeah, took control of the, of the clock and the field and all that stuff. And kind of found your way to a victory, but that was still like, you were still a little nervous. I think even in the fourth quarter. Yes. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but, uh, yes, but, I was. but you got that last pick that kind of sealed the deal. So no, it's been fun though. And there've been a lot of really good games and people have been streaming them. So we've been able to watch all that. Uh, whenever I've been around and somebody plays, I put that on, but that's been a lot of fun. So uh, if you enjoy that tournament uh, playing in it, you know, we love putting it on for you, and we'll have our championship here uh, hopefully tomorrow. 
And we look forward to doing a lot more stuff like that. So if you're out there listening and you haven't joined the community yet and you want to take part in stuff like that, come join us. Uh, you can do that a few different ways. You can go on over to Facebook and look up the Gaming Hub forums there. That's our forum where we kind of post everything. Uh, you can join that. And when you're there, you can get a link to our Discord, which is where we do a lot of communication now. And actually in Madden, we've had a ton of communication through that, which is awesome. That that uh, channel there has been really, really active. So appreciate that, everybody. But you can uh, get the link to Discord through Facebook. You can also get it through Twitch. And uh, on Twitch, it's twitch.tv slash Hub, or just look up Hub on the Twitch app. And make sure you hit follow. And right below the screen where you'll see all of the uh, the video is, are a bunch of different buttons, links to hit for Facebook, Discord, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And you can click on Discord there to take part as well. And if you like what we do on the show and want to help support us, you can do that a couple different ways. So Twitch, uh, you can subscribe to us. There's a couple different ways to do that. So you can subscribe for as little as $5 a month. Or if you're an Amazon Prime member, you get a free Twitch Prime sub to use every single month. And you, if you choose to spend that on us, we'd be hugely appreciative. Help support us and the community and do some cool giveaways and put on some cool events. Otherwise, we have a Patreon page. You can head over to patreon.com slash gaming hub. And for as little as $2 a month, you can get exclusive content and helps, uh, um, or time exclusive content, I should say, and help support the community. If you're in the $5 up levels, you're entered for a monthly giveaway of a $60 game that we'll be doing starting this month. So either next week or the week after, we'll have that giveaway for our patrons at the $5 and up level. So if you want to be entered for the first one, get in now and get into that $5 up level uh, to be entered for that giveaway. If you're at 10 or 15, you get t-shirts and mugs and all that good stuff mailed right to your house. So if you'd like to support us, those are a couple different ways to do so. And last thing I'll say before we get into the show is uh, for all the latest in the uh, gaming news around the world of Xbox, head over to the xboxhub.com. And check that out. They also have a sister site called theswitchhub.com. And we are the official podcast of the xboxhub.com. So, and I'll be writing a review for Madden 19 for that site here in the next week. All right. Anything else, Stephen? Oh, Minecraft. Talk about Minecraft, yeah. Stephen. Yeah, uh, we, we're getting some good activity there. I think we have like around 20 Uh mm-hmm people in the realm yeah. um to be honest i haven't jumped in minecraft in, in a little bit i know i've uh, been, been busy but uh, you know the last time i was there i saw some really good stuff from the community i'm excited to see uh that like what you guys can build um and yeah i think uh if we keep seeing some active stuff we might look into doing different skins or different themed minecraft yeah. worlds based on like the you know calendar so especially you know, now, October. Yeah, as we start heading to the fun seasons, you know, like yeah. October with Halloween and then, you know, the holidays for Christmas. And let's not get Steven started on his Christmas songs yet. <laughs> See, there's a moratorium on that until after Thanksgiving. Mm, no. Yes. No, it starts November <laughs> so, 1st. No. Maybe even Halloween. Uh, yeah. Thanksgiving doesn't exist. Okay. Christmas if, starts the day after Halloween. If, okay. If, you, if you're in the retail world, it does. If you're in the retail world, it starts like the day after the 4th of July. Yeah. But, but anyway, so yeah, that's awesome. And, and I'll be honest, I'm not a huge Minecraft player, but I do like just popping in there, seeing what everybody's done. And there's some of you guys have like awesome imaginations and do some really cool stuff there. Yeah, I think Graham's still working on his bridge to nowhere in yep. the game. Yeah. So Graham, you have time off. You can finish that now. But yeah, that's really cool. So that is completely free, by the way. Just head in. Uh, we have registration forms on Facebook and Discord. Fill that out, and we'll get you the code to join the realm. So, all right. Anything else, Stephen, before we head into news for the week? No, I think that's it. All right, cool. So In the news. Not a whole lot. In news this week, so we're going to do it a little bit differently. So we're not going to list off things like, you know, like last week we talked betas for Call of Duty and stuff like that. Um, this week, a few stories caught our eye that we were like, it either made us laugh or shake our head or something and just made us really say, you know, we really want to talk about this. So I want to start with this because I love Madden and the mode I, I played Madden the most is Ultimate Team. And Ultimate Team can be a money trap for people if you're not paying attention, right? Because yes. you can easily spend $5, 10 $15 at a time and that doesn't seem like a lot. And then all of a sudden 
you can't pay rent or something. And yeah, it can turn into that. But we read an article that <laughs> talks about this guy who plays FIFA and plays FUT, which is the soccer version of Ultimate Team, the FIFA version of it. Over the course of two years, he spent $14,000 on FIFA Ultimate Team. There, yeah. there are people that honestly don't earn that much money in a year. <laughs> like working full time, they don't. Can you imagine, Stephen? Like, like he said, too, that he didn't realize he'd spent that much. Because if you contact them, they like have to give you a statement of everything you spent. So he did that, and he learned he spent over $14,000 in two years. Imagine looking at that paper, Stephen. What would you do? That was you. Well, I it wouldn't be me because I'm <laughs> I'm one of those people that uh, are really close to only earning fourteen thousand dollars in a in a year. Um, but I I get it. It's easy to you know drop a hundred dollars every paycheck or whatever, or you know every week or every night even you know because it adds up. You know you add like. Ten dollars, ten dollars, ten dollars, ten dollars. Next thing you know, you spend a hundred. Um, I, I got back when I played Smite. I had a lot of disposable income because I had like no bills. Yeah. And and Smite had like, you know, like every other game, you could buy gems, and then gems you could use to buy to buy like the uh, the skins and the like voices for the characters, mm -hmm. and then also like uh, the the narrator or whatever you want to call it. The um, I forget what it's actually called in Smite. But the guy that like says like insta kill or triple kill or yeah. that that stuff. Yep. And I think I probably spent like six, seven hundred bucks in the over the course of like six months doing it. So I, I can see where in Ultimate Team where it's really fun to open packs and try for the best player and you don't mm -hmm. you don't get it and that sucks, so you wanna like open more. Um I get how you could spend a lot of money doing that. Cause I think in baseball this past year, I did mm -hmm. I bought like the 20 pack thing box because they didn't actually have that many. I must say, like the show did not do packs like the special well packs. No, yeah. they the special theme packs they had them for uh, the previous year. They had like spring training themed ones on yeah. day one, and those had some really good stuff in them. But, but they didn't yeah. do it this year, and I got yeah. the 20 pack, and I got like no good players. I, yeah. I may have hit like one gold player, and that kind of made me mad. And I stopped spending money after that because I'm like, well, if I'm not getting anything, why am I spending money? But when you have – and I think Ultimate EA is really good about this is they, they know just how many drops to give you yes. to make you want to spend more money. Mm -hmm. Because they know that like, all right, I got to – you know, they'll drop a few golds in the packs or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you'll hit a pack with like two or three elites and then you're like – well, you know, I'm on a hot streak. It's like gambling, to be honest with you. And I understand why there are countries that are suing or whatever to to make to classify yeah. this as gambling, like mm -hmm. loot boxes. Because well, this is kind of like gambling. It, a, little, a little bit. Um, but I think also you see the videos on YouTube. And I actually watched one this morning where this guy, because some people, like I said, have access to Madden 19 already. And I think it was one of like the Game Changer people or whatever. So he had an early version of the game anyway. Sure. But he's opening packs and he opened a gold pack. I watched a video of it. And in the same gold pack, he pulled an 83 overall. And what was it? An 88 or 89 overall in the same pack. And for like week one of Madden, that's phenomenal. Like yep. it doesn't get much better than that. Um, the, the top player in Madden uh, at launch, I think is 92 overall. So for ultimate team. So like that pack is absolutely great. And of course it goes to like one of the very best players, you know, cause he needs that. But, but, uh, I think that's what people see too. They see that and then they're like, Oh, if I just buy like one more, I might get that one, you know, that, that has that, you know, two guys in the mid to high eighties. And then my team will be totally different and so much better yep. and all this stuff. And so it's like one more pack, one more pack, one more pack. And, and I'll be honest, like I have a hundred bucks set to the side already to do, pack openings for our community on on twitch uh on tuesday it appears to be <laughs> when the game is finally in my hands i was gonna do this weekend but that uh i've got it there and i've done four men 15 i was borderline out of control i can admit that now 
<laughs> I probably spent north of like eight or nine hundred dollars on Ultimate Team. Dang. I know. So, yeah, I, I can admit that. Now, I don't do that anymore at all. Now I might spend like 250 maybe 300 in a year. But when I do that, this year will be more because of streaming and stuff like that. You know? Um, yeah. Doing that. So, at least I have an excuse now, right? <laughs> but, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's all for no, the community. I mean, but, I mean ahead, it really makes it more impressive, like, for the people uh that you know grind it out to get these good teams without spending yeah. money because it takes them hours and hours and hours of uh of time mm-hmm. um and I, I actually really liked what madden did last year with twitch prime where you got like an 85 every week and then you could make him a 90 like two uh you know every with with the twitch prime tokens so yes. like they gave you some good cards for free as well on top of just being able to buy it. And I like that because, well, then you don't have to buy all your cards. And, and it makes you want to keep playing. Didn't the cards get a little better as the year went on, I think, or something like that? Or or you had to hit those milestones or whatever with them. Something, I don't no, know that, no, the Twitch Prime were, like, always 85. And then if you use the okay. tokens, they became 92s. But okay. there were, the uh, like, the legends that dropped on, like, Sunday. And yep. then you had to, you know, get, like, 6,000 yards rushing and yeah. 80 <laughs> touchdowns. To, to unlock the the mm. you know the 90 overall player sure. and those players were like 75 mm-hmm. but i never did that because i didn't play madden that much but i'm sure there were people that did some of them were hard but so last thing i want to talk about here is the we hear all this backlash against microtransactions for you know battlefront 2 right and games like that and uh overwatch has gotten some heat for it all that type of stuff right but you never really hear about Ultimate Team. Are, are they kind of grandfathered in because they've been doing it for so long? Or is it just seen as a little different? I think it's different, to be honest. I like, do too. Because it actually affects your team, like how you play, like the players' yep. cards and the skill level of it. Whereas mm-hmm. like the Battlefront were all like, there were skins mostly, or at least Overwatch for sure is skins. Yep. And or just, you know, you had to spend ridiculous amounts of time to unlock like the characters. And that felt like cheating when you're when you when you don't unlock Darth Vader without putting 40 hours in or spending twenty dollars. Yes. I you know. And, th- and, and that's why I think it's different. Yeah. And, and like Ultimate Team is like its own mode. So yes. you can play be a pro GM, GM connected online versus or even like Mutt Draft which you don't have to build your team. You can just draft a team and you kind of get a different team every game. And it's kind of the priorities there. I, I think it's different in that way because mm-hmm. you don't need to do, you don't need to play ultimate team to get like the full experience in Madden, FIFA, hut, or I mean, hockey, whatever sport you're playing. Sure. And yeah, you, you kind of just said exactly where I was going to go with that. And you can like, okay, you buy battlefront two everybody's kind of playing the same things, right? It's not, yep. you can do one thing or, and I know there's a campaign, but who the hell bought that game just for the campaign other than Graham? But, <laughs> well, he didn't buy it just for that. That's just all he enjoyed. So anyway, but in the sports games, like you don't have to play ultimate team. You can buy the game and have a great time with it all year without ever even creating an ultimate team. So I, I think it's an optional mode for people. And if you choose to play it, you kind of know what the game is, right? Like some people are going to spend thousands of dollars and have a super amazing team. Now we had a member in our community um, who you beat last week, Steve, in the tournament, but he built an ultimate team in the nineties last year without spending anything. And he did it. But, but I asked him then how, how many hours did you put into the game? And he replied with, well, it's better measured in days. So I said, okay, well, how many? And I think it was like 47 or 48 days. Yep. It was literally like a month and a half of his life was playing Madden 18. And that's how he got there. So it literally does take that long. But you kind of know that going in, don't you? Like, I know yeah. that that's what it is. 
Yeah, and and I understand the complaints if it was like across all modes. Yes. And this is what got MLB in trouble was when they had um, like you could buy your way out of injuries in MLB oh, in, in yes, Road yes, to yes. the Show. Yep. And they had like microtransactions in Road to the Show, and they still kind of did a little bit with like the equipment. Um, because you could unlock those through like the packs yep. or whatever, and then you could use them in Road to the Show. Sure. Uh, and so when when the microtransactions seep into other things, I think is where the issues are. But it's just locked in one mode in in the EA games, and I th- I think you can't you can't go you can't be too hard on them for that. Like you can get a good full experience on uh, with without playing playing the ultimate teams. I mean, I've been playing FIFA 17 since uh, like it came out, and I've only played like franchise mode because I just like playing like single player against the computer or whatever. And I probably put like 20 days into it. Actually, I know I have just just that over the course of two years without touching Ultimate Team. So yeah. So and we we have people in chat right now saying that you know they're one of the people who's disgusted by the Ultimate Team business practice, and I get it. I understand, but it's still people's choice to play it. It's people's choice to do it. Like I. I love Ultimate Team, but if I wanted, I could buy Madden or NHL. Like, I buy NHL every year, Stephen, and I never play Ultimate Team in that game, and I still play it and have kind of a good time. Um, But I don't play Ultimate Team in NHL at all, but I still buy it every year, and I still get mm. plenty of hours out of it. So, like, it's not a mandatory part of the game. Unless you're an achievement hunter, then I guess. Yeah, but, but if you're hunting achievements in an EA game, you're doing yeah, it wrong. EA Sports <laughs> game, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, EA Sports. Yeah. Yeah, because good luck with that. But, but anyway, uh, just to kind of wrap up that story, uh, we're going to be having a Madden franchise, and then that'll be the last thing, like sports thing, I think we talked about today. Promise everybody. But uh, we're going to have a Madden franchise in our community. We're going to be putting up the registration form for that here in the next couple of weeks. So if you're interested, watch for that and get signed up. We're going to do it alongside the NFL season. It's not going to be super crazy, where it's like three games a week. It'll be like one game a week, and uh, and we'll kind of mirror the NFL season as we go through. So uh, we look forward to having a lot of fun with that because this tournament that we've been doing is has been uh, kind of a hit with everybody. So, all right. Anything else on Ultimate Team, Stephen, before we move on? No, but I, I do second your thoughts on the tournament being really fun. It's been more fun to actually watch you guys play than it was yes. to like play my own we were, games. We were talking about last sure. weekend. We were in party and we're <laughs> watching your games and we're like, you know, it's actually more fun like watching them play and getting into those games than it is to actually play ourselves. And yeah. I made it easy on myself. Like I got kicked around in the first game. So I didn't have to worry about it. Steven, you went all the way to semifinals. So Yeah, and that means having to play the loser bracket <laughs> game too. <I> know. So <laughs> So anyway. Early access. You uh, you had some thoughts on that, so I'm going to turn it over to you to kind of introduce that a little bit and talk about, you know, some of the stuff you saw this week or were thinking about around early access. Yeah, it's just been like it kind of popped into my head, right? Um, and Sea of Thieves was really where it kicked off, but just some some other games like uh, early access has been like alive on Steam for you know as long a long time. Like I don't know mm-hmm. when it started. But it feels like it's been around for forever. And I know people hate the idea of paying for an unfinished game. But there are people that just don't care. Like like me. I, I will buy a game if it looks good. Or it looks like it has the potential to be fun. Um, not all the time. But like from people I trust. And, yep. and I'll buy a game in early access and be able to play it until it comes out. And I'm like, oh, this game actually got like released. Like so- Sometimes I'll play for 20 hours and then put it down and then, you know, the release comes out and I'm like, oh, I, I didn't even know it was ready. And that was Divinity Original Sin. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was thinking, I'm like, would some games be better suited having like an early access um, time? And I, Fallout 76 was was a game I was thinking of because if that game came out in early access, it allowed like the community to shape the way the game was going because some, you know, there's going to people be people that are trolling stuff. So you allow the community to kind of shape how these uh, interactions work and make more fun games. And that, that was kind of where, where I started my thought process behind. And so like, my question to you is like, do you think we're ever going to see early access? I mean, we already have the preview program on Xbox. Do you ever think that's going to be a a bigger thing? Cause right now there's only like 10, 12 games in there. 
do you think there's going to be more going forward? I, I think it should be. When you first brought this up, I was kind of like, eh, but then you said Sea of Thieves. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Because Sea of Thieves had how many betas and alphas? Like forever. Yeah, right? like every weekend from like, yeah. Like last November to yeah. the, the the week it came out, and they started off. They'd run it for like three hours at a time, and then it turned into like twenty four hours, and then it was like all weekend or whatever. Um, but they did that forever before the launch of the game, and I feel like if they put it into like an early access type of thing, that you know they might have been able to learn more from it and, and make a better game, um, or at least I don't want to say better game, but a, like a more deep game that I think would keep people coming back more and more. Now, I, I do feel like that game in particular has learned quite a bit from their mistakes with the new content they've been rolling out because it's been getting really good feedback. Mm-hmm. But then the question is, is it too little too late? You know, like for players like you and me, if you don't hook us in the first like month, chances are we've moved on to something else. Yep. You know, so I I don't know. But... You, know, you think about games like We Happy Few. We're going to talk about that as a new release pretty soon. And remember how excited we were to play that? Like we were, we didn't even know each other back then. But like the the thing came out, we were talking about it. And we kind of had the same opinions. Like, man, when you first start playing that game, it's so much fun. And to me, it had a very Bioshocky feel to it in the trailer and in just kind of the weirdness of it and stuff like that. And then you open the door and you go outside. And the whole thing was not fun anymore, right? Yep, that is exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. (laughs) To a T. I feel like it being in early access, they were able to learn from that and make the adjustments necessary to make a good game. We hope. Like, we won't know until next week. But, because we haven't seen any early reviews or anything on it. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know, what do you think? Would you like to see, what type of games would you like to see it for? Because I think, you know... Multiplayer-based games, especially newer types of games. Um, games like Fallout 76, where they've never really tried this before. I think that could be a really good way to get it right. Yes. Like, Fallout was one I was thinking of. Um, Destiny probably would have been well-suited to be an early access title, and same with The Division. And it might have made some of their issues uh, being able to be fixed before release because like i mean the problem with early access is there are games that are in early access for like 10 years there's that i keep i I keep saying the wrong one when i'm talking about the bethesda game Uh, i think it's star citizen is the there is a kickstarter game that thing's been in early access for like a good eight years at this point and it's it has no release coming out anytime soon was, was he so, the one? Was he the one now that got on stage and talked about his next game, like before he finished that one? It, it might have been. It, 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 it was, it was been. the guy who's talking about a game that's not a game. I, I don't remember if that was him or not. <laughs> the same guy, but yeah, I remember the backlash there when like that happened. Was like, why don't you finish the first one? Yeah, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, go ahead, go ahead. As like. Divinity Original Sin was a game I was thinking of. Like, I bought that game in early access a lot, like a long time ago, the first one. And it was fun, but it was broken a little bit. And it was hard to understand where to go. And I set it down and I'm like, I'll come back to it later. And uh, and I came back and when it was complete and I had a blast playing it. It was an amazing game. Mm-hmm. And the second one was awesome as well. I didn't buy it in early access. I bought it when it came out on the PC, but I did just buy it in the preview program on the Xbox. And the reason it's in preview is because they wanted to make sure the controls were right because they even have like a character that wasn't in the original game. Cause I remember that ca- like his name was like Bob, the um, like collector or something like that. And I, <laughs> it kind of sounds like Bob the builder, but what he is like, like he asked you questions like, Hey, like, did you know where you were going? Like, did, did the game do a good job at telling you, like what to do next, or at least like kind of give you a mm-hmm. hint at where to go. Did the controls work? And he would stop at like every few hours. Like he'd come and ask you if you were getting comfortable because they wanted mm-hmm. an easier progression system. And I think that's amazing because it kind of yeah. fixes problems. And I don't mind paying to be a play tester. I know some people are like opposed right. to that and like, I'm not buying an unfinished game and that's great. You don't have to, but I don't mind 
going um, and being being the playtester. I'll play a game mm-hmm. that's maybe not fully polished, but play it early for games that I like. And I and I think it would suit certain games like Fallout really well. And I'm worried that it's they're not having that. And the beta, yeah. I th- we, we talked about it before. I think the beta is going to be that type of thing where it's the early access, like see how player interaction works and maybe how to tweak that. But I, I don't know if they have, they give themselves enough window yeah. to actually, you know, fix yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Right. So we got clarification in our chat. Uh, it was Dean Hall, the Daisy creator. <laughs> now that you say that. Yeah. Well, that is um, another game that's not, yes. not complete. It's on my it's on my list in my notes. <laughs> yep. That and PUBG, they're in, they're in early access for a, for a little mm-hmm. while, and PUBG just hit like completion on PC with their 1.0. Um, yeah. So two things on this, and I kind of see um, two sides of this, right? So from the Fallout 76 standpoint, okay, I don't see why they would do early access with it because in early access you get the game for cheaper, right? You pay yes. 30 bucks to kind of help them be a play tester, right? And then when the full game launches, you get it. You know, you don't have to pay anything additional. Um, and that's a great deal for the player. But Bethesda knows they're going to sell, like, a crap ton of that game when they launch it, whether they do that or not. Yes, and that's so, why Bethesda will not do it. <laughs> yeah, they won't. And, and they don't need to. From a business standpoint, it doesn't make any sense for them to do that. From a quality standpoint, it does. But from a business standpoint, it doesn't. Now, here's where I think that Stephen Moore games should do it. And these are what, uh, what I'm talking about are like the Kickstarter games. You know, smaller teams doing stuff like that. If you put those games out in an early access format where you can get a ton of real-time feedback from players, I think that can really help. And you're you're running a Kickstarter for your game anyway, so you're you're already crowdfunding and doing a lot of stuff with the community from the beginning. Yeah. So I think that's where it makes a ton, a ton of sense to do it. But as far as whether or not more games should, I don't know. I mean, ultimately, it's going to come down to a business decision from any game that's coming out from a big publisher. So you re- you don't really see any early access games from big publishers. You just don't because it's yeah. not a good business, business decision. So, but you'll see them from these smaller ones. And oftentimes it helps them make and deliver a better game. And I wish games like No Man's Sky had done that. Yes. And I think like Steam was always known to have a really loose um, standards for like what games could go up in early access on their green light mm-hmm. program and what couldn't. And I have a feeling Xbox has a much, much stricter uh, set of standards. And that's why there's yeah. only 10 or 12. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't mind the, the practice at mm-hmm. all. And I know we're not going to see Bethesda or Rockstar games on there or like any Sony or Microsoft published games, but I do think some of these indie titles or smaller studios making AAA games would be well suited to doing it. I agree. And, and go ahead. And yeah, I was just going to say, like you mentioned, we happy feel like we bought that for what, 20 bucks and now it's yeah. 50 coming out full release. So mm-hmm. like if the game's good, I saved 30 bucks by buying it early. Yeah. And I do want to mention before we move on to the next thing, like you talked about, you know, games that need polish and that's perfect for them. But on a side note, uh, we don't have on our list this week, but a game that apparently doesn't need more polish or, or it doesn't need uh, any major work yet is Crackdown 3. It just needs a little bit of polish at this point, but they say they're basically done with the game. Do you buy that? Yeah, I, 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 Based on the stuff we saw at the e- at E3 last year, or like, the, well, a couple, both, months ago. couple months ago and the year before, like yeah. I always felt like the they kind of had like the full story. Um, maybe changed from last E3 to this E3, but after this E3, I, I I can see that the game was done and it's just needing to be to be polished. Um, mm-hmm. And it's a lot of polish for sure. Um, uh-huh. Now I'm interested. I want to see, since they've said that now, I want to see how much of the game the media gets is able to get its hands on at Gamescom in a couple of weeks. Like if if they're if it's still just a vertical slice of that game, I'm really worried. But if they're able to get their hands on a good chunk of it, then that tells me that they're confident enough that this game is good. And they just have to polish up a few things before February. 
I but, guess time will tell, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll see. But uh, anyway, to move on to our next uh, story, I read this week, and man, this is one of those things where you just kind of question humanity <laughs> a little. But apparently, people are paying for Fortnite lessons for their kids and for themselves as parents. And see, what are the chances your parents would have ever gotten you video game lessons? Zero. Less than yeah. zero. <laughs> they would have hit. <laughs> they would have called me an idiot for even asking. <laughs> I know. And so, <laughs> but I get it from the standpoint of like, this has become such a cultural phenomenon, especially with kids, right? Like you work at a school, Stephen. Yeah. And you see, you've had to ban the Fortnite dances, right? I have because... I just don't want to do paperwork when a kid punches another kid because, you know, he does a little take the L dance when, when he beats you. And that's that's piss poor sportsmanship. Like, I, yep. you're liable to get hit there. Yep. So, <laughs> so, yeah, I just I was like, nope. You know, so, yeah, people are paying for lessons and parents are saying I'm paying for these lessons for my kid so they don't lose at the game. Like, because apparently, like. Being in, being really good at Fortnite equates to being popular in school now. So they want, it's essentially like buying popularity, just like, you know, in the past, you make sure you have the newest phone and newest whatever and all that stuff, right? Yeah. And best clothes and whatever. Like there was a time that unless you were dressed head to toe in Abercrombie, you weren't cool, you know, and, and it's just continued and gone on in different shapes, forms, whatever. Since then, now it's Fortnite, apparently. But parents have been getting lessons themselves because they're tired of their kids just kicking them around in the game left and right. So they want to get better. So they get lessons too. And I talked to somebody at work the other day, the the person I've talked about on the show a couple times where like the, uh, where I said like she doesn't play video games, but she really likes Fortnite. She watches a ton of it on Twitch and stuff. And she actually said, man, if I could afford to get Fortnite lessons, I totally would. <laughs> like why? Just... Like it's a video game. Like, why not get, why not get your kids lessons to like go and play an actual sport outside? Yup, or something like that. But I don't know. I I'd love to hear what everybody in our community thinks about it. So, uh, you know, leave your thoughts on Facebook or Discord or, you know, send us an email thegaminghubpodcast at gmail dot com. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. And does any is anybody out there? Is there anybody in our community who's actually gotten Fortnite lessons? <laughs> And if you have, let us know. And are they worth it? Like, and, and why'd you get it? Because I'm sure some people might have a good reason. Don't know. Yeah, uh, we we just had someone in chat say they have five hundred thousand dollar tournaments. Mm -hmm. But I, when, when kids, I bet you they're getting them for their young kids. I I don't think yeah. a third grader is going to play in a five hundred thousand dollar tournament. I, no. I, <laughs> like, so. So if you're. If you're, um, like, really close to being a pro player, like, you're good, you're, you're, you're actually really good, you're just not quite at that level, then I could see it for, for that point of, like, the $500,000 tournaments. Sure. Like, help get you over the hump, maybe. That's an investment. But if you're paying for, like, your six- or seven-year-old yeah. to get lessons so they don't lose at the game... Because yeah. they get made fun of at school. And the people who were quoted in the article said they do it because they don't want their kids to get made fun of at school. It's not, it wasn't about the tournaments. But, yeah, but somebody else just said, you know, um, it's totally okay to get a tutor. Why not if it makes you happy? And I kind of agree with that. Like, if you, you know, everybody's got their thing, right? And, it, and not everybody has to do the same activities, uh, you know, for fun. And if Fortnite's what makes you happy and that's what you want to do, then do that. But you can also get better at the game by just playing it a lot. Yeah. No, and and actually, I was thinking about this yesterday. You you told me about the the Madden dude who like had to like beg his parents to let him take a year off of college to yeah. compete for for Madden, and he mean yep. he won a hundred grand. Yep. Like, even if I was that good at Madden, I don't think I'd have been able to convince them to let me do that. Like, <laughs> so. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, and there are a lot of people that would consider him the best man player in the world right now. Yeah. And if not, like, he'd be in the top three or five. So so times so, have definitely changed from yeah. even when I was growing up, and I'm the youngest of 
of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, and that's why I asked you, like, would your parents have ever gone for it? Cause I know what the answer from mine would have been, <laughs> um, but, but, uh, and I know Graham, like we asked him the other day and he said the same thing. So yeah, I just, I found that to be amazing. So I wanted to chat about it real quick and kind of get it, everybody's thoughts. So, you know, tell us what you think. Let us know. I'm actually really curious to hear if anybody's gotten Fortnite lessons. Or tutored someone in Fortnite. There yeah, you go. I'd like to know that too. Good. Yep. And if you're if you're that good that you're doing Fortnite lessons for us, talk to us about streaming on our Twitch channel. So <laughs> <laughs> all right. Steven, I'll let you introduce uh Spyro Trilogy here. Yeah, the last uh news topic uh came to me and and I saw something that said actually it didn't say that's what Spyro it came out from the company that's released Spyro. Uh only the first game in the spiral trilogy is going to be on disc and the other two you're going to have to download uh off off the internet and i personally hate this practice um i don't know if it's gonna like if it if it'll automatically download when you put the disc in or if you need a code because if you need a code that kills used game sales and you can have your thoughts on used game sales and that's fine but that'll kill that and but it sucks for those like Tyler that have data caps and if they bought it on disc to you know avoid having to download the full game like yep uh, like I'll be honest sucks. with you if I was really torn on this game and I was like eh like maybe I'll get it maybe I won't like this might sway me it might be the deciding factor to make me say you know no because I Oftentimes, I'm pretty close to my data cap at the end of the month. So, like this last time, I think I spent 98% of it in July. So, I don't want to push it, you know, if I don't have to. And and games take the biggest chunk of that because a lot of games are like 50, 60 gigs to download. And then, you know, I downloaded Madden on all of my Xboxes. So, there's that too. <laughs> I don't know why you just didn't download it on one, put it on the external hard drive, and then moved it, copied in. Can you copy it? Actually, I don't know if you can copy it. Never mind. I don't know. But (laughs) even if you can, that requires, like, unplugging and stuff where I can just push a button. True. (laughs) (laughs) But you're the one with the data cap, so. That's true. But, uh, yeah. So, I don't know. But isn't the whole purpose of buying a game on disc, other than being able to trade it in, isn't the whole purpose to just not have to download it and what about people that just don't have good internet or don't have internet at all well i guess we know what game they're not going to be buying yeah we do and that's my recommendation if, if you're right on the fence and you don't have the greatest internet like i i, I wouldn't pick it up either mm-hmm. so yeah. all right, all right. Well, let's, uh, let's wrap up news then and head into releasing now in stores and there's finally something to talk about because Madden NFL 19 will eventually be able to be played by me someday. But officially on the 7th, on Tuesday, if you have the Hall of Fame edition, you can play it on Tuesday, August 7th. If not, you have to have the Saturn edition. It's Friday, August 10th. So that comes out next week. Overcooked 2 is on the 7th as well. And We Happy Few on the Xbox on Friday, the 10th of August. So Games of Gold. You can get Death Squared through the 15th, uh, Forza Horizon 2 all the way through the end of the month, and backwards compatible Dead Space 3 through the 15th. So, Stephen, I know you're dying to go revisit that. Oh, yes. That was so much fun. (laughs) It sounded like such a good idea at the time, didn't it? It did. It did sound like a good idea. (laughs) So, PlayStation-wise, we have uh, also Madden uh, 19 on the 7th or the 10th if you only have the regular edition. Um, Overcooked 2 and H1Z1 Battle Royale on the 7th. Uh, and then for PS Plus games, you can get Mafia 3 and Dead by Daylight through the end of the month. And then for the Switch, uh, since Graham is not here, I will be taking it over. Um, on the 7th, you can get Dead Cells and Slamland. And then on the 9th, you can get Okami HD. And I right. swore that game was already on the Switch, but I guess not. It's one of the systems that hadn't made it to yet. But there you go. All right, cool, and uh, good lineup for the Nintendo Switch. So we've got about 12 minutes for questions, and let's see how many we can get in. Sandman. All right, well, we were talking about, you know, maybe playing in a tournament here. So Sandman asked a question. He said, if you could get paid to play one game for six months straight, 
what would it be? Um, okay, so right now I'd say Madden, just because I really want to play Madden. And that would actually be a, a game that I would be really close to. But a game that I was super good at, like legit good, was the Tiger Woods Golf Series. In Tiger Woods 14, like I played alternate shot uh, with somebody and we were the number one and two ranked players in alternate shot on Xbox. Like our record was like 350 and like 26 or something stupid like that. Um. So yeah, if I could get paid to play a game, like God, I wish people loved watching that on Twitch. Well, like he didn't even specify it had you had to be good at it. Is there not? Is is uh, Tiger Woods the game you'd want to play six months straight? Uh, Like every day. I mean, I I used to, but uh, not anymore. They haven't made a good golf game, and EA doesn't have PUG license anymore. But that's true. Um, yeah, we'll we'll see what the golf club can do with that. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. Like, I actually enjoy playing Madden. I don't know why I got away from it so early last year. I think it's just when I moved, I got away from it. Um, and never got back in, but yeah, I don't know. Like master chief collection, maybe games like that. Yeah. Six months straight is the part that, that, that takes me for a loop here. Um, cause like a few years ago, smite would have been my answer for sure. I played that game six months straight, nothing else. Uh, I can't think of a game I'd want to play for six months straight. Like that would sound awful to me. Can I say chess? Because no. chess is my answer. NHL, Steven. No, chess. Because Graham would say NHL if he was here. Yeah, well, Graham's not here. <laughs> so so chess is my answer. All right. <laughs> we'll go cool. with that. What's up? I'm, I'm counting it. All right. Uh, oh, iPad just turned off. Hold on a second. All right, there we go. Piracy, uh, a continuation from last week. Ask, what movie or movie series does everyone love that you don't? Mm, I'm going to let you go first here because I'm, I'm going to yell at you. Go ahead. Mm. <laughs> well, see, I don't even... <laughs> I can't think of one that. Oh, that, nope, got it. Terminator Two. There we go. I just remembered. Terminator Two was not so, as good of a movie as I was led chat, to. Chat, chat, please um, correct him on this. He thinks Terminator Two is overrated. It is. And he thinks Linda Hamilton was awful in the movie. Oh, she was not good. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. In chat, no, I would not pick Zelda for the game I'd play for <laughs> six months straight my god um <laughs> but uh uh movie wise okay let's see okay so the movie that so many people loved that and, and i'm not the target demographic for it so i'm gonna have another answer that's a little better but titanic is horrifically bad <laughs> it is just it's just hot garbage and i don't understand and the, like the door was big enough for both. I, I don't get that either. No, no, no. Mythbusters so, busted that myth. I don't care. It was do it, the door might have been big enough for both, but buoyancy. Nope. Whatever. It, the door would have sunk. <laughs> okay. I didn't say okay, all right. Clarifying chat here. <laughs> I didn't say T two was bad. Okay, I might have oh, He's just getting killed, everybody listening right now. He's getting killed in <laughs> just, chat. Just just to mess with Tyler. <laughs> Terminator 2 wasn't bad. It's just overrated. Like, I thought... All right. I watched it too late. The action was fine for what it was, but the story wasn't good. And, like, nowadays, you can't just have a good action movie with a bad story. Like, I didn't think the story was anything special. That's... So, you know, you can send your hate to the Gaming Hub podcast at gmail.com. You know, Steven with the the V. Remember that from last week. (laughs) So... Uh, but the movie series that I'll say that uh, I know a lot of people like, and I'm probably less so now, but Transformers. It's just uh, for me. I don't know if anyone likes that series, though. Like, I, I, know, that- I know a lot of people, though, who are just like, oh, another Transformers movie. That's so, they're so awesome, you know? And <laughs> I, I like, well, I mean, I like, uh, I like them because they're kind of fun, but I'm not, not going to be like, oh, yes, that's my favorite series of all time. No, mm-hmm. that's crazy. So, and I will say, since Graham's not here, um, honorable mention to Lord of the Rings. No, he. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because he hates that series. <laughs> My bad. It's what series you don't yeah. like, not one you do. Yeah, yeah. Graham would. Graham would say Lord of the Rings here. So for sure. Uh, but next week, tune in because Stephen will, you know, talk about how <laughs> Die Hard sucks and you know, lots of other stuff. 
Well, did you see that, you know, Bruce Willis said it's not a Christmas movie, so now his opinion doesn't matter because yeah, well, Die Hard's absolutely a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Yep. Terrible. <laughs> All right, well, moving on. All right. <laughs> Phantom asks, uh, Bioshock or Borderlands? Bioshock easily. Bo- Borderlands easily. I, uh, I knew what your answer would be, and, and that's why I asked this question. I love the Borderlands series. I just wish I had more people to play it with. Well, we've established your taste <laughs> already. Well, we can go back to the the group that we had last time we played it. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I'm <laughs> okay. Next next question. Rumham, if you could hire any game studio to make your dream game, who do you choose, and what's the game? I'm gonna go with Insomniac. I love the games that they make for the most part. And what would you have them make? Um, Sunset Overdrive Two. A, a Spider Man <laughs> game? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but the other the other um, studio would be Remedy, and uh, I would have Remedy make an X Files game because they could go very um, Alan Wakey with that, and probably have it be pretty damn good. No, all right. Well, mine's Bethesda, and yep. the game it's easy. Harry Potter, give okay, me yeah, yeah. an open world Harry Potter RPG. For the love of God. Okay, I need that in my life. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't needed anything as much as I need that. Okay. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> that was an easy <laughs> answer. Because I knew, as soon as I read the question, I knew my answer. All right. All right. Uh, we're actually going to go to Twitch, because there's a good good uh, Twitch question, or a good question in Twitch. As, from Mr. Matt 2K4, as do you play games better sober or after a few drinks? That kind of depends on the game. Yeah. What, what I would you say? <laughs> well, it, for story games, I like playing them sober because then I remember yes. the story. But like when I start drinking, I switch over to like my shooters or my sports games because they're a little more mm. fun being a little, uh, you know, having a couple couple of brewskis or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, even if after more than a couple, the quality of gameplay goes way, way down. Yeah, but that—that's kind of my answer. Okay. Cool. Graham's just trash whenever he plays. Yes. Oh, you, <laughs> no, you guys should have watched his kidding. Drunk Souls. Yeah. Stream. That his was Drunk Souls stream when he else. went and took a nap at like five in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> so Graham's like Graham's watching this right now, and he's like, "I'm never going on vacation again." <laughs> so anyway, what else we got? We got about. Six minutes. All right. Uh, let's see. Casey asked a question. He said, do you remember the first game you saved up money as a kid to buy? Oh, man. No, I don't, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like, Yeah, that's uh, it's, it's tough, right? Um, like, back then, I just played a lot of sports games. I, I wasn't that into shooters. Like, the games that got me into shooters were, like, the Medal of Honor games on the PlayStation 1. Um, and then Call of Duty 2 uh, when the 360 came out. But, so it was probably, like, a Madden or an NHL game, to be honest with you. Yeah, mine probably was Left 4 Dead 2. Okay. Um, I, I know that's that was late. Like that was like into my high school, like like towards the end of high school. But when I was younger, I didn't really like save up money to buy games. I just kind of looked at the twenty dollar games, looked at something fun, didn't read reviews or anything. I I didn't even know reviews were a thing. Oh, yeah. And picked them up, and then I was like, okay, this game's fun. And like, or like, I, so. But Left 4 Dead Two was the first game. Like I I asked my dad to like I was like I'll wash and wax like both cars. You know, for like forty bucks, and and I think I did, and I did that, and then I had twenty, or I sold a couple games, and and that was the first thing I can think of, mm-hmm. um, that I saved to to buy. Okay. Cool. What else we got? All right. Um. Oh, that's uh, Nuka's question. Uh, asks, what innovation in Halo Infinite would make you think it's the best Halo? Battle Royale. No. I'm kidding such a liar i know i'm kidding um um i don't know man i'm not uh i'm not one of the haters that hates like the aimed out sights in halo 5 and uh, the running you know the sprint 
stuff like that. Like, I don't hate that stuff. Uh, I would, you know what, you know what I would say? The damn, make the damn Warthog just a little easier to drive. Like, I know that's not a huge innovation, but I would like to see that. Even though I feel like everything we're seeing says that it's going back more to the feel of Halo 1. But, I don't know, what about you? That's a tough one. Make it like Reach. For at least multiplayer wise, I I enjoyed Reach the most. Um But you liked five though too, didn't you? Yeah, but not as much as I liked Reach. I don't know uh, what it was you, about it. How'd you like uh Breakout? Oh, that was fun if I had yeah. good people playing with me. Oh. Like Sorry. I, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you, you guys so. admit you're not the best shooters and breakout's more no. fun if you're at least competitive. Like yes, going yes. O, o for five every game, not not as much fun. No, <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I I guess I would say more, you know, sort of inventive modes like that, which were a pretty big departure from what they've done in the past. Like that stuff, that kind of thing would be cool. Just yeah. don't do battle royale, please. They're going to do a battle royale. It's almost guaranteed. Especially if Call of Duty's Battle Royale succeeds. And Battlefields. Yeah. Or whatever they're calling their Battle Royale. Yeah. Alright. So, maybe one more? Alright. Garrett uh, Lobig asks, what is your favorite boss fight of all time? Mm. This is a tough one. It is. Like, Final Boss in Ninja Gaiden 2, maybe? Oh, you know what? No, no, no. It's my favorite and the most frustrating ever for me, but um, the final boss in the original Gears of War. Good Lord, mm. it's hard to beat. He's so hard to beat, but it's so rewarding when you finally do. It's man, <laughs> God, that was frustrating. But yeah, and then, that that was on the train, right? Yes. Yeah, I think yeah. I did at one point beat Gears of War one. Yeah, and an honorable mention to like. Mike Tyson and Mike Tyson's punch out. So, but because that was really difficult too. And as a little kid, like that, that was pretty sweet to, to do that. But, yeah. But yeah, the, the final boss, I don't remember the guy, the character's name, but the, the main villain in Gears of War 1. Yep. Ram, right? General Ram? Yes. Yes. All right. Who has one of the most iconic scenes in like Xbox history, by the way, where he's like walking up behind the guy, you know? Yes. At the, at the beginning of the game. Yes. Yes. Like at the end of the first act or whatever. Yep. I remember. Yep. Mine would have to be. It's it's tough. It it is. Um, Ornstein and Smo was awesome from Dark Souls One. Um, I think that's on the list of a lot of people's favorite bosses. Uh, Mm -hmm. and then from Kingdom Hearts One, the Riku Two fight, which also is my most hated boss fight. So it's it's weird that I love it and hate it so much. Um, and I hated it more for the unskippable cutscene that came before it. That was like 10 minutes back, at least on the PS2 day. But the Riku two fight was insanely difficult. Um, it ramped, it ramped difficulty up, but it was, it's really a fun, fun fight. Once you get the, uh, like the strategy down Mm -hmm. and it's in one of my favorite games. So that's, that's why I, I really like it. So it's, it's a tie between those two. Okay, cool. All right, well, that's all the time we have for questions, everybody. Thanks for sending them in. Keep sending them in every week. And if your questions are on the show, you'll be entered into our monthly giveaway, uh, and which is picked during the last episode of every single month. Just like Nick last week won a $25 PlayStation card just for sending in a question that was read on the show. So with that, we're going to get out of here, but I want to remind everybody real quick, please come join the community. We'll have registration for the Madden franchise up soon. We're also talking about doing some community plays for maybe like Halo 5, and maybe Rocket League, some stuff like that. So watch for that. Uh, best way to find out all that information is to join the community uh, either through the Gaming Hub forums on Facebook, uh, on Twitch, TXH Gaming Hub, and uh, from both those places, you can get our link to Discord, which is where we probably communicate the most and most consistently. So just which by that I mean throughout the day. But uh, please uh, take part in the community. Head on over to the xboxhub.com for all the latest in all your gaming news. And if you'd like to help support us, you can do that by subscribing on Twitch um, with either a free Twitch Prime sub or uh, for as little as $5 a month. Or you can go over to Patreon, patreon.com slash gaming hub 
And if you become a patron there, you'll get time exclusive content. We're doing another one tomorrow, Stephen. And uh, and you'll get uh, if you go on at the five dollar up level, you'll get entry into a free sixty dollar game uh, for one lucky patron every single month. So with that, I. For Steven and Graham, who's not here, I'm Tyler saying thank you so much for joining us for episode number 114. We'll be back next week with 116 because we're going to post uh, what was our first Patreon exclusive episode on Tuesday uh, for everybody as 115. So we'll be back next week with 116. Until everybody, have a great week and we will talk to you soon. Goodbye.